Johnny, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me, Brian. To get started, I'd like to ask you about your experience with audiences and venue owners. Oh, I, I, okay, we'll start with venue owners. Um, they should all be hung upside down by their ankles and shaken until every penny falls out of their pockets. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. They have a job to do. Um, the crowds, well, they are giving you money. And so that's, you, you should probably try to entertain them. Now that I'm older, I realize, you know, none of them are musicians. Oh, the ones that are, you know, they're few and far between. And they're just, uh, they're just there to forget about how horrible their lives are. So I try to keep that in mind. And you're there for them. I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm like a shoulder for them to cry on. Let's play Give Me Three Steps again. You know what I mean? It's a kind of a, you have to take the crowd into consideration and the, and the owner because they own the place. Or if it's a manager that booked you, right? they're the one that are paying I never, you. I was never allowed to deal with the bookings or, I mean, let's face it, if I had to deal with bookings, I would be in prison for stabbing some asshole. They were like, here, play bass, tell dick jokes, you know, try to keep upright till two in the morning. We'll yes, go from there. that's that we kept you away from them. And that's one thing I would like to tell all of the uh, young musicians out there, that there's a time and a place for, for all the partying. And it's definitely not before the show, <laughs> or really during. It certainly is not. It's not. Don't kid yourself. You know, I could say, oh, I just sweat out two gallons of Jack Daniels, and I'm not even, you know, that's not how it works. I mean, I, I'm annoying now. And when I was hammered drunk, that's, that was really bad. I don't know if you guys ever really got to experience that. that well, was kinda... that, yeah, well, I did pick up on that you were amongst the worst people on earth to get drunk with. <laughs> It, when you're 22 and you can just guzzle jet fuel and then get up at six in the morning and do it again, and you're, and you know, I cannot be defeated. But eventually your liver's like, we quit, you know, and it, it's amazing. Two shots, maybe some roofies, and you're unconscious. That's for sure. Yeah. So, do you have any thoughts about playing in cover bands versus playing in original bands? You have experience with both. I love both. Um, if you're a crowd, this is a proven fact, if they know the lyrics and can sing along, it, they, get, they get happier. And if you can slip in their hometown into a song, they, they're like, that's where I live! And then they'll throw you blank checks. Yeah. That's remarkable. Yeah. I've, I've had big tips, but no blank checks. Oh, my God. Someone seriously just gave... I've had a couple blank checks. So do you have any experiences with audiences that have crossed the line? Oh, you mean people getting out of hand at a live performance? That's right. Totally. That's one of my favorite things on the planet. I have verbally assassinated more drunken idiots than, than you could possibly imagine. Um, yeah, I've never, I've had a couple, maybe two. How long have I been out there? 20 years? 20 some years on stage? Maybe twice somebody's tried to come on stage to get their hands on me. And most of the time the crowd's like, yeah, let's get that motherfucker. I, I've had fights break out in front of me. You've seen fights, right? Yeah, in lots front of fights, yeah. Lots of fights, but I've never been in any fights. I've, I've never really been in a, in a fight. I'd, I've 
can't sit here and tell you I haven't started plenty. But if you can rile an audience up into beating the shit out of each other, that's just people getting more bang for their buck as far as I'm concerned. One it's time, sometimes terrifying, though, whenever they're right by you because they can I've, bump into I've the microphones. Never been, oh, my God, I'm going to get a chipped tooth from <laughs> that fucking guy. If I, yeah, I've never been, I've I've never been, there been before, afraid. Where, never, where a fight has been, was happening right in front of me. Yeah, I've never been too worried about it. You know what I mean? Because uh, I don't know. You've had your ass kicked, haven't you? I have, Well, yeah. I was a kid, but yeah, I've been beat up. Yeah, I've been beat up. It's, it doesn't really matter, you know? You just... It, it happens. You might even win, which is also pretty cool. But I've never actually gotten, it's never gotten to that. We had a couple guys. I was in a band called Stranger on the Rocks. You remember those? I do. Those guys? Yeah, I liked you. I liked that. That was a bad, that was yeah. a good band. I played a, I played a show with you guys. Yes, yeah, yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was there. Yeah. Uh, we were playing out one night, and uh, I don't know if I started it, but there, these two guys just right in the middle of the, of the dance floor just started Beating the fuck out. I mean, it was like Rocky Four, The real landing haymakers and shit. And they were bloodied up. The money, the bouncers busted him up. Our drummer was six, eight, and 400 pounds. He would put the subs on the, on the stage like by himself. Like, I got these guys. I'll get these. But, and, and, you know, the bouncers were gigantic. And so I look at them and I'm like, oh. Let's let's try this. So I was like, listen, guys, you have two options. You can get the fuck out of here, and as soon as you get in the parking lot, we're going to beat the fuck out of both of you. You could go outside, and as soon as you get out there, we're going to beat the fuck out of you, or you can slow dance with each other. And they were like, it took them a while, but they realized their only option was to slow dance. So there's two drunken, fat, hillbilly maniacs bleeding. And we played Wonderful Tonight for like nine minutes. What about the experience of playing in a band? But I can tell you what my experience of playing in original bands is like these days. is It's a thankless task. You play these shows with three other bands, sometimes four other bands, and you're hauling your gear up the Brillo Box steps one last time. Right. And you're... Placing your equipment amongst a mountain of other people's gear. Right. And then you play these 45-minute to one-hour sets, and, and no one only... else is there but the other band right. and their <laughs> girlfriends. And yeah. it's miserable for the most part. And it... then you make no money. Right. Like At the end of the night, they're like, all right, the four bands, you guys get $125. And after you split that, it might cover part of your bar tab. Right. Well, tack on a 200-mile round trip from West Virginia. And that's, uh, you've already lost a fortune. Yeah, I, I think for from here on out, it's just cover bands for me, because I, I need the incentive of getting paid. I will fucking cram originals down fucking people's faces. Yes, and that's when they'll stop listening. Yeah, until the day I die. I don't give a fuck. Uh, even like, oh, you didn't like that one? That's because you don't know the words. Here's one you know the words to. We're gonna, well, you can try some original material material in the context of a cover band that's the best way to do it just i like, agree like here here and there just start peppering in a few uh yeah I, it's I, the beatles formula you have to start out getting everyone's attention that's that's the that's the capitalism formula for music every band started out by doing a cover and that's just a fact i yeah. mean when's the last time you heard of a weezer song uh, they just they redid Africa by Toto, and they're yeah, all over the radio. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the Beatles started out doing covers. Um, 
Jimi Hendrix did covers. Everybody did covers. That's what put them on the map. And that's the, you know, I've been screaming that for years. We were in a band. We were in 50 bands that did the weight uh, by the band perfectly. And we would never re record it and be like, here's our cover. Because that would fucking work. And nobody wanted that to happen. But I've said that for about 100 years. We should do the weight. Because we do it so awesome. We'll make a live video. And then people will go, I remember their name. And then we'll move on from there. Be like, if you like the weight, you'll love fucking it's, whatever. It's the ultimate bait and switch. It is. It works. Uh, give me one time that it's failed. Well, you know, not to, many bands have tried the tactic. And not every band becomes famous. No, oh, obviously. That's what we're doing here. That's right. We're trying to become famous. We're still trying to become famous. God bless us. Will you ever quit trying to become famous? That's right. what you're basically saying is I've given up on fame and I'm going to play covers. But you're, you're, you're an original. I like playing covers. I, I like love the, playing covers. I, I like not, the, not um, covers. the workmanship that goes into it, learning the solos. Did you quit writing songs? I have. I haven't written a song since I put out my album three years ago. Are you serious? I've wow. Yeah, I just been woodshedding lead guitar technique and well, learning how to sing covers. I've I've done. I've been writing jokes, but I've been playing about 150 to 175 shows per year. Dude, that's well, okay. You guys need a bass player. <laughs> We just need to. Do you guys busy. do any original stuff? You try to slip anything in, or is that just here and there, but, but not very often. So, how do you characterize your own musicianship? Uh, I don't know, man. I've really pared down when I was, you know, when I was much younger. It was try to cram as many notes into a measure as possible, and I've really backed off of that. Uh, in my twenties, I played a six-string bass. In my thirties, I played a five-string bass. Right now, I'm looking for a uh, a one-string one bass. <laughs> Seriously. That's, Seriously. Good, that's a good idea. Uh, less is more. There's another thing you learn on down the road. It takes forever, but just pounding people with running, sprinting bass lines over. And look, I can sing too, you know, over top of this. You know, the bass players in the other band will be like, wow, you're fucking awesome. And then everybody else will be like, what the fuck are you doing, you know? And I've seen that. I've learned that. Basically, I'm going out. It's like weaponized yeah. musicianship. Well, uh, uh, honestly, it's because you you are not musically literate. All I knew was how to play a gajillion miles an hour. Because when we were kids, uh, it was, you know, speed metal. And that was like, all right, the fastest man wins. I am the fastest. That's right. I'm faster than all of you. <laughs> you know. And so then you take that to a bass guitar, or you grab a pick, and you're like, watch this. And uh, you know, people are like, why are you doing that? That's right. And, if you... and it turns out you're doing it because you can, and you, want, and you, think, it's, you think you're awesome. And, you know. If you actually learn how to read, you get acquainted with these symbols called rests. Yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah, they've been putting them in, in written music for... for Decades. That's right. Yeah. It's, uh, Since, you know. Who knows? Yeah. Rest. Scientists agree we may never know when the first rest was used. It's probably on a cave wall somewhere. Getting a little tastier, I guess, as I get older. But uh, it's, it's uh, I don't know. 
I still want to be out front. And I, I don't, every time I tell people like we're, we're making a record, I'm like, turn the bass up. And they, they're like, okay. And then they, they don't turn the bass guitar up. They turn the, the bass up. You yeah. Know what right. I mean? Well, and that's a hard thing for people to understand. Yeah. Well, I've always said, turn the bass up and I should say, turn the bass guitar up, <laughs> move it out front. Maybe, you know, or I, honestly, I would like just a copy of my bass lines only. Or I've always wanted that too. I would just listen to them at the gym. Well, here's the thing about well-produced pop music is you should be able to hear all of the instruments at any one time. Right. If you want to focus on the bass, all you got to do is listen to the listen bass. To the bass. Right. It's not buried in some sort of busted mix. Right. And so it's... that was one of the things that I enjoyed about Sean McDonald's production of the Williams Band, right. band that you and I were in, was everything was real clean. And he took a... Some uh, like masking tape and duct tape, and put it over my B string. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really? that guy was like, "All right, calm down." And he, you know, that's that was tough too, man. He is, he was good. He he reined everybody in. I think he made a really good record. So, do you have any thoughts on modern pop music? Do you listen to new music, or uh, or are in the proximity of it being I'm all, aimed I, in your direction? Yeah, I hear the top forty. All day, every day. Actually, my uh, we just took our boys to see Imagine Dragons. Are you familiar with them? Uh, the name, at least, not much of their material. Uh, well, you know, for a, I guess, a Nickelodeon Tweens Choice Award band, they put on a hell of a show. I mean, I was surrounded by 11-year-olds, and I'm like singing Brian Adams. I'm finding it hard to believe you're 11, you know. And uh, they're making a fortune, dude, entertaining Tweens, and they put on a great show. If they found an audience, yeah. Uh, do you think? Uh, do you think you would hang yourself after about the third month, or do you think the money's worth it? I, th- I think a certain person might enjoy that. I can imagine it being really tough on me. Like, I don't I think I could handle it. Yeah, no, I don't think they so did either. such a great job. They came out, and he was like, "Positive message, positive message." There's and some the people that crazy. just just totally get off on that stuff. Yeah, that that's their whole world. Right worldview right. is like a, trying to affect children well they're doing a bang up job I, I was impressed and i sat there the whole time thinking i couldn't pull this off there's not enough money on the planet for me to not eventually say hey <laughs> something horrible to a stadium full of children <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? i had to agree that you would probably do that i would probably do that yeah like that would be if someone was telling me the story about you doing it I'd be like yeah that makes sense yeah totally oh wait a minute Let's start from the beginning. Who put him in front of children? Which really one of the best shows I ever had was at a grade school. So outside of this one weird version of pop music, what do you think of some of the other forms? I, uh, there's a lot of the hip-hop new stuff that is really getting exploratory, I think. Poetic, like way deep and gorgeous. I like a lot of that. I'm starting to... Vibe Can on. you cite an example of that? Kendrick Lamar is uh, out of his fucking mind. And then the, who's the guy they, uh, that did This Is America? That just came out. He You're was, asking the wrong guy. Yeah, I know. You know. How about this? I'll put it. Uh, 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 he played uh, Lando in the new movie. Oh, sweet. Yeah. No. Yeah, I heard he was pretty good. I didn't see I, Solo. Neither am I. I will see Solo. Shit. Glover is his name. Last name. He's going around shooting fools, and the shit in the background is insane, and it's visual. 
You, you watch the whole thing over and over and over and over and over, and then you realize you haven't listened to a note of the music. But then you listen to the music, and you're like, holy shit. Good. I would advise that you check that out. And then as far as, uh, like... What do you think about modern pop or modern I, country? Well, modern country can suck my fucking nuts. You don't think the players make it worth it? No. Fuck I think, them. I think there's some really good playing. I'd rather play for 11-year-olds. I don't fucking care how good they are. You know what I mean? That, no. Nashville should be fucking nuked. That's a shithole, and it, all it's making is shithole music for shitheads who suck. You suck. There, you like that? Is that your official opinion on yeah. Nashville? Yeah. I mean, you want to talk about devolution or however you say it. Start with Hank Sr. and go to Nashville today. It's a fucking cesspool. And they can all suck my balls. I hate that fucking... I hate it all. There's nothing that's come out that's good. So it's, it's got to be mainly the songwriting because the, the it's lyrics the cliche, are yeah, the bullshit. Cliche. It's all the same key. It's all the same chord changes. I find the guitar solos pretty compelling. Good. I don't care. I mean, you know, you could put rainbow sprinkles on a piece of whale shit and it's still fucking whale shit. You know what I mean? It I, is I, indeed. I, I, can't, I can't do it. Who, you know, it's just, it's horrible. Well, tell me about your songwriting. And are you still writing songs? Yeah, I write songs all the time um and i will let other people hear four of them a year and i just scrap the rest of them i don't even Did try they to go into them. the hole you don't record them? oh i don't record it. i'll never forget them do you have anything recorded i don't know how to record just so use no. your telephone's app no I, no let's not go down that road i am not capable and nor i i won't ever be capable of recording period but the uh yeah, I write a lot of songs, man. If people could put their headphones into my ear and listen to what's in there, I'm pretty sure I, I would be sent to an island all by myself. They'd be like, what the fuck? But there's some good tunes in there. I'd like to record them, and it'll happen. I'm only halfway dead. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we still have a... Middle yeah, age. Yeah, we still have the downhill slope to make a few Yeah, so tunes. that'll be awesome, right? Totally. All right, Johnny. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast. Yeah, buddy, thank you.